Yo, this is Nick, and you're listening to Emo to the Extremo on Burst. All right, what you guys just heard was Camping in Alaska, Budokai Tenkaichi 4, and you just heard Midwest Pen Pals, Movies Like Juno. Jacob, your first time hearing these songs. What'd you think of them? Very similar. Yeah. Very sad. Yeah, but like that Midwest twang thing with like the guitars and everything. Yeah, it's sort of like, it's, it's like an acoustic. I'm not 100% keen on the long intro. Oh, for Midwest Pen Pals? I agree, yeah. but I, I, I've never been in a band, but I feel like you can tell that's what a new band would do. It's like, we have a really cool intro, and we just want to expand it. Yeah, but if it's like a minute of the song, it's like... Uh. I, I'm going off script, but for example, I think Joji, the musician, like he does a really good job being like song, chorus, song, chorus, and then we're done. Yeah, he follows the similar songwriting format of ABABAB. Yeah, you know what I'm just saying? Like, it's, it's, it's really well done. Like, you get, like, you get everything you want. Like, you listen to Sanctuary. It's like the perfect blend of, like, you get the sick chorus, and you get the sick song, and then you're done. You listen to it again. I think you're just fanboying over Joji. Specifically just Sanctuary, but... I've, I've shown this man nearly all of Joji's repertoire, and he just goes, nah, Sanctuary. Yeah, Sanctuary is my favorite Joji song. I, if I can get a poster of that, I'm going to put it in my room. But yeah, that's Midwest Emo. Like I said, if you can kind of get the themes, it's more of this weird like wokeness of like, I'm the problem. It's not like society's problem. It's not like misery business. Like it's your fault that you stole the guy. Like it's, it could be my fault. Like maybe I should have taken the initiative. And I feel like there's a lot of like regret and weird themes in Midwest Emo. So you're saying it's more personal. It's less, less being angsty against the world and more being angsty against yourself. Yeah, yeah. So you, you've gone from like middle school Nick who used to wrestle and wanted to fight everybody to just like sad single Nick in like a master's program in the UK. Oh, that was that that one cut deep <laughs> did, did it i mean you're very self-deprecating but like i'm starting to realize maybe this is true no 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 i don't know i think i think it's all just jokes anyway um we got two great other songs similar into the midwest uh emo kind of genre we have modern baseball's fine great uh i'm really excited to share this one jacob you know the song right modern baseball yeah oh mate absolute bangers anyway here we come this is fine great by modern baseball please enjoy about the future cause all my current problems are based around the past and I hate when you call me late at night just to check in to make sure I got nothing to be sad about but it's alright and I'm okay I won't need your help anyway I will I hate having to think about my future when all I want to do is worry about everyone but me Yeah. 
about the future Cause all my fucking problems are based around the past I hate when you call me late at night Just to check in to make sure I got nothing to be sad about But it's alright And I'm okay I won't need your help Anyway, I will I hate having to think about my future When all I want to do is worry about everyone but me Personhood has been
Yeah, we're back. And you just heard Modern Baseball's Fine Great, as well as Marietta's Cinco de Mayo Shit Show. Both great songs. Modern Baseball, Jacob, you really like them, right? Yeah, your graduation, one of my favorites. Yeah, The Weeknd, Tears Over Beers, uh, Chloe. Oh, <laughs> I'm running out of songs. Um, I mean, I think you've summarized like the best of them. Yeah, no, but they're just a really good band that no, unfortunately no longer exists. Their album Holy Ghost is very good, and then they took a break for mental health reasons, which good for them. You wouldn't see that in a contemporary. I feel like that's a very new thing. Do you think they'll come back, though? No. Because I think you see a lot of artists, especially like thinking back to like Avicii, who were worked to death. And I think bands nowadays need to start taking time out. Normally it's you tour on your off tour season, you write an album, release it, you tour again and like keep going for a band just to be like, no, we're doing this mental health and for the record label to respect that. That's great. No, no, I, I really like that. I mean, Modern Baseball is phenomenal. As you can see, I'm wearing their shirt right now. And this is the second Modern Baseball shirt I own because the first one I gave to my girlfriend and I just forgot to ask for a bat. And I'm really bummed about it because it was really cool. I had like a ghost on it. But that's okay. Um, and Marietta is actually referenced in Modern Baseball. Have you ever seen Modern Baseball? Live? Yeah. No. I discovered them sophomore year after a breakup, funnily enough, because they released the top like 50 best alt albums or emo albums, and they were on there with uh, Holy Ghost. So I, I got into them through that. I got into them through my housemate in second year. Okay. Massively into them. I think he has seen them a couple times. No, but Modern Baseball is really good. And if you listen, if you see the music video, I think it's The weekend, Or is it Fine Great? Mary, the guy's wearing a Marietta shirt, so it's kind of funny that like you know I put the two songs together. It's a little bit, a little transmedia for you, you know, a little reference and a reference. I wouldn't call that transmedia, but yeah, transmedia, sure. It's a little reference and a reference. Coming up next, we have "Father" by the Front Bottoms, which is one of my all-time favorites. Yeah, Jacob quotes the beginning of the song a lot. Uh, please enjoy. Just 
and also Dirty Ikes by Sorority Noise. Okay, so I introduced you to Sorority Noise. 
you did this one song yeah, I and i haven't listened to anything else do you need to though no i i remember i saw them live and i heard this song and i looked to my friend and i was just like we are listening to modern poetry i mean when we broke up you told me to try and find myself and i found myself in someone else's bed yeah you may think i'm a fool but you've had four boyfriends since and I've learned to love myself more than I could ever love you. What? Who Who came up with that? Yeah, I mean, like, move over, Shel Silverstein. I think it was a new poet in town. I mean, I think we could do something more relevant to the area. The Shelleys. Classic literature. Nothing on modern, uh, sorority noise. And then Front Bottoms. This is a band that, actually, my last girlfriend also really liked. I've only listened to one of their albums, which is Talent of the Hawk. You love this song, though, Father. Yeah, I just love the intro. I have a dream that I'm hitting my dad with a baseball bat and he's crying, uh, screaming and crying for help. And maybe halfway through, it has more to do with me killing him than it ever did protecting myself. And and the funny thing is, too, you and I both have very stable and I would say healthy relationships with our dad. Uh, yeah. More or less. More or less, yeah. I don't know. It's that whole, like, you're a teenager, you've got angst. I can relate to it. Yeah. I think um, we've all been upset with our parents. Yeah, we've all been angry at them for some reason or the other. Maybe, that, maybe that's just my way of taking it out on them. Yeah. Listening to actively aggressive parent music my favorite bit of front bottoms uh trivia for you all so front bottoms are very like angsty they kind of they're kind of like they're these sing but they also like don't sing they're kind of like spoken singer people uh, a guy proposed to his girlfriend at their concert and she said no which is the most like front bottoms thing to happen what can you expect though of your fan from the front bottoms right just they're sort of that like happy go lucky if you've ever seen them live it just looks like like a bunch of guys they just kind of just meet up and do this one day a week Okay, like they're average dudes. Like they yeah, look like, like, okay. It's kind of like, how did you guys get famous? Anyway, I would almost say this is the end of our Midwest emo kind of phase. We're entering now, I almost describe as the indie trash phase. I don't know if that's a fair assessment. Not It doesn't trash, not that they're bad, but you got to see this thing of like sad music becoming more, I don't know, like experimental-y. And I think the next two songs kind of sum that up quite a bit. So coming up, we'll have, we have Mitski's Francis Forever followed by Kiss Zippy's Cut Your Teeth. Uh, I hope you enjoy.
that shine like diamonds Oh darkness, I am nerveless Eyes closed for lack of purpose or lack of light We fear that I'll lose it I'm still afraid of the dark You were my life for so long Oceans deep and mountains tall The future plays tricks on us, huh? Just listen to Francis Forever by Mitski, as well as Cut Your Teeth by Kisses Zippy. Once again, we're in the new age era of emo music. Everything's a little more poppy, a little synthy, a little sad e sounding. I wouldn't even say it's synthy and poppy. That those two weren't particularly poppy. They were just kind of sad with some real basic guitar. Yeah, it's kind of like a DIY version of emo. But I will say both these artists are really talented. I saw Cut Your Teeth live. They were the openers for Tashboard Confessional. They only did a 30-minute set, but I was very impressed with their music. I, mean, I, I liked it. Yeah, and Mitski's also is quite good. She oh, she's like she went on tour with Lord, and now she's like low-key kind of mainstream, and she's one of those weird artists who gets a lot of rewards, but I don't think people know about her. Like, did you know about Mitski? No, I, not at all. I will say I only know about this song because Marceline in Adventure Time plays it. And then I was like, oh, who's this artist? And I learned more about Mitski. So good job, Adventure Time. You recommended a good musician to me. 
Anyway. I mean, I, I didn't find it too bad. It kind of reminds me of a song that we've got coming out later um, that I chose. Okay, it yeah. might be coming up in the next one. I think it's the next two. Yeah, yeah. Jacob, go ahead and introduce. You got this one. We got okay, this one. so we've got Piano Fire by Sparkle Horse. And then a song which kind of reminds me of this sort of new indie emo vibe, which is I Want to Be Your Girlfriend by Girl in Red, which props to her LGBTQ plus icon. Yeah, she's, I'm excited. she's legit pioneering it. I haven't heard the song, on it. so I'm very excited. And I think you really like Piano Fire. It really kind of fits the whole theme we're going for. So please enjoy.
Welcome back. And we just had Piano Fire by Sparkle Horse. And I Want to Be Your Girlfriend by Girl in Red. Yeah, so I'll start. First time hearing Girl in Red. I like the vibe. Very kind of that lo-fi guitar style going on. You said she's from Norway, right? Yeah, she's Norwegian. I think they're bringing out some real good artists. Yeah, I'll definitely check more of their music. I really enjoyed it. And then uh, this is your first time listening to Sparkle Horse. What'd you think? Very DIY. Yeah, what does that but mean? It works. When you say DIY, what does like, that mean? Do it yourself. So it's not got that much of a studio backing behind it. Not much like production work. Yeah, I feel or both like those songs. After effects. Yeah, both of them. Well, she. I just read an interview with her a second ago, and she said, "I want to be your girlfriend." Really sparked sort of her rise to stardom. I could see it. Um, you probably never played the video game Life is Strange, but like they love indie music like this, and I wouldn't be surprised if they make another Life is Strange. That will probably be in there, because Sparkle Horse made it into Life is Strange. So I, I could see that happening down the line. So we're now entering the sad boy period of the show, which I personally believe is the new echelon of emo music. Jacob, are you aware of a lot of sad boy music? Yeah, there's a lot of artists I'm aware of, like Trippy Red, um, Triple X Tentacion, even Joji, I would. We've mentioned him previously. I think he would be sort of a sad boy. He's not a rapper, but he's sort of sad boy R and B. But it sort of fits the same sort of beat. Yeah, and of course we got Juice World, Lil Pump, Lil Pump, Lil Peep. Yeah, three of these people are now dead, which is really sad. But you know that just makes the sad boy even sadder. I mean, yeah, that's a, that's a weird trend about sad boy music. Them dying really early. Yeah, mostly because of drug-related things, occasionally through some violence, but that's that's a story for another time. But I just think this is the new step of emo music because it's the most popular. It's all on SoundCloud, so everyone's like, it's kind of got this DIY kind I of... I think SoundCloud's where it started, really. Yeah, well, when I think of Juice World, that that's where you start. It's Lucid Dreams. It's all SoundCloud, I believe. I think all of them started on SoundCloud, to be fair. Oh, really? Yeah. Um, would you count Post Malone? Yes. Post Malone is a sad boy rapper. Uh, I think some of his songs, well, by that logic, it's like, is Drake a sad boy rapper, right? Drake's I, a weird one because he doesn't, he's not like, I miss you, I want you so bad, like the traditional SoundCloud rapper or sad boy, if you will. Um, but he does, his rap style is more like, it differs from the norm of rap. Sure. It's not like, I want money and I want girls and I want this. It's more like, Hey, you didn't text me back, but that's cool because I'm seeing you later. I still think Post is more sad than Drake because Drake's a weird flex rapper where I find that he sings about a lot of stuff, but I'm always like, Drake, you're, you're very good looking. You have a lot of money. You don't need to like brag. You know, he'll say stuff like, you know, I, I used to be, you know, poor, but now I'm rich or, you know, you don't know what it's like, Drake, you're fine. No one, everyone wants to be you. You know what I mean? You don't need to prove anything. He's Canadian, isn't he? It's fine. You can be Canadian and be He's a sad. He's too boy. nice. This is the thing with raps. Like there's a rap. Um, there's a song by Party Next Door called Come and See Me. And the main hook is Come and See Me for Once, Come and See Me for Once. And then it goes, Drake has a feature and it goes, could be standing in a field, but you still ain't in a field. I mean, and he is the greatest voice of our generation. I don't want to quote, but I do think his album Scorpion might have broken the record where I think it outsold the Beatles in the UK, which is kind of cheating. It wasn't outsold. It was... One of his songs had number one for the longest reign, whereas the Beatles would previously had that. Ah, I see. Anyway, coming up, we're going to have Gone Girl featuring Trippy Red by Ian Dior. And we're going to have Lucid Dreams by Juice World. Hope you all enjoy the new age of emo music.
and keep it real, girl, you really ain't You know what's the deal, you can't get a thing Saying that it hurt, charge it to the game Saying I'm a joke, laugh it to the bank I need your love, I need your touch I need you right now, I need you right now Make my heart ache. 
You forget me. All right, we're back, and you all just listened to Lucid Dreams by Juice World. Jacob, uh, what do you think of the music? I wouldn't classify that as rap. Why not? Because they're singing. I would say it's more closely related to R&B. Because there's almost like a rappy background, but the style in which they're doing is singing? Yeah, the music behind it is sort of trap. It's got the trap beat, it's got the trap hi-hats, but they're singing. Which might be why I like it a lot. Because with the music musical Hamilton, right, it's a musical, but with rap over a traditional musical beat. But this is the opposite, where it's traditional rap beat but was singing and i think i like this more it's it's great i do like it it's got very catchy melodies to it and the subject matter yeah i would class it as emo subject matter because it's sad yeah, right hence why it's sad but yeah it's more r&b yeah, what is r&b exactly rhythm and blues but oh yes it similar to emo it has changed especially in the united kingdom so r&b back in like the 90s and 2000s there's predominantly a black music style but as it sort of evolved, it's sort of just become more just like popular music, which is singing. So I would classify Joji as an R&B artist. I think he would also identify as like an R&B artist. It's just interesting because this is definitely the new echelon of emo because it's popular and all the 13 and 15 year old kids who think they're edgy or are edgy like this music. Yeah, it's, it's definitely emo back when I was younger was sort of the popular way to be. That's how we started, right? It was your Paramore, it was your Fallout yeah, Boy. Paramore, Fallout Boy. And then as it's changed, you've sort of come into this. I would say, I would look at them and be like, wow, you're emos. The music you listen to is emo. The way you portray yourself. It was more a culture emo. What I think is really interesting, though, is people will give me uh, crap for listening to something like Fallout Boy or Paramore, like that kind of sad music. But then they'll listen to stuff like Ian Dior and Juice World and be like, Nick, you're the sad one. I'm like, no, it, just because your music sounds different doesn't change the fact that you like emo music. It's just in the new style of emo music. Yeah, it's definitely where emo music's going. I mean, the point being is when I was first introduced to emo music, my tutor told me, he was like, Nick, you don't get this music now, but essentially what it is is it's music that you listen to when you could be at a movie with a girl or anybody, but instead you're at home listening to it by yourself. And, you know, here we are now. Oh, you're not alone. I know, but I'm just saying, in the grand scheme of things, it's late at night, and we're listening to emo music, and we could be out with people. This is very true. Although I don't know who's out at 2 o'clock in the morning. 
Mm, who knows? I'm an old man. I can't do that. Uh, neither. Well, maybe I, I don't know. I'm still a little young, but not by much. Anyway, Jacob, it was wonderful to have you on the first show. Thank you for having me. Yeah, stick around. I hope you all are excited for Volume 2, which will be out sometime. Probably be more focused, too. Less of a crash course. I think the crash course is first necessary for the first episode. Well, hope you hope you learned something, and we'll see you next time. Have a good night. Bye. Thanks for listening to Volume 1 of Emo to the Extremo. Special thank you to Jacob Fung, my co-host of the show. If you like more of what you hear, please check out burst.co.uk for more music shows and other awesome material.